What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Man, oh man, we got another episode for everybody tonight, 128. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. A little sad March Madness is ending, but, you know, that means we're getting closer to uh, all the other uh, sports gearing up. Yep, yep. We got, uh, got the Final Four coming this weekend. We got baseball starting. We got the Masters next week. Uh, spring's about to, to to come about up in the Northeast. So, yeah, things are uh, things are looking up. Oh, yeah. Definitely looking forward to the change in weather. Hopefully uh, it, uh, winter or anything doesn't try to kick his head out, funky head out last moment and try to give us a snow day or something. But Yeah, it's, uh, you, you never know, obviously. But, yeah, hopefully, you, hopefully it, you know, you're on the other side of it at this point. Oh, yeah. And then let's get right into it, man. I mean, not too much in the NFL, but, I mean, we still got this uh, Aaron Rodgers watch. We got your boy Lamar, man. He's requesting the trade. It seems like they no they they're messing around, man. It seems like nobody wants to uh, go out and get them, man. Even with the trade. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. Um, you know, I was, I've, I've actually listened to a few few different people on this one, and you know, it, it seems like all the, the 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 major pundits think that that he's going to end up back in Baltimore, and that's really the only option because because of the money that he wants. Um, and the, you know, I would say they're not saying it, but I'm guessing. They're thinking the collusion between the owners to not give him all that guaranteed money. Jim, I mean, Jim Irsay was the was was the one that came out basically and was like, "Yeah, no, we're we're not going to guaranteed contracts. That's our basically the the, the one huge bargaining chip that the owners will hold over the players forever." But but yeah, you know, it seems it seems a little bit fractured between ownership and and Lamar. Um, and and I, I'd say the only the only real knock that ownership could or might have against Lamar is is the the injury thing right I mean he's 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 done everything else that you asked him to do he's got an MVP under his um he basically you know was able to take a a potential flood you know failing franchise post Joe Flacco or you know the Joe Flacco years wound down uh and turned them into you know kind of kept kept him going um kept him as a perennial contender I mean Think about it. I mean, when they drafted him, John Harbaugh was kind of on the hot seat. Um, yep. You know, things weren't things weren't weren't great there. Uh, and and he, uh, you know, not single handedly. They they did some other things too, but but he definitely helped them. You know, I I don't know. I, you can always kind of in my mind, you can always fix things with some money. And you know, John Harbaugh going. And it, I don't think it's a you know the coach kind of tends to get off scot free uh, on these situations. So I, I think you can fix that. But what's the alternative? I mean, what's Baltimore trying to do? Like, even if even if they give him a you know a four or five year fully guaranteed contract, and he does get hurt, which is probably their big fear. Like, either way, if you let him go now, uh, you're gonna suck. So, like, what's the difference if you you know at least you'll have a, a you know a good t- a good team with him on the team, and if he's hurt, he, he's hurt. But and it costs you some money. But I mean, I, I just don't see any other option for them. Yeah, man, it, it's just kind of weird because the fact that, you know, he has some of the accolades he has, um, mm-hmm. I don't understand why it's such a big deal for them to pay him. <laughs> I mean, that's, like you said, they don't really have many other options. Yeah. One one theory I heard today was that if you give them all that guaranteed money, when they guarantee a contract, they have to put the money in escrow, like up front. 
So if you guarantee $250 million, you basically got to pull $250 million out of your wallet and, and put it in into the NFL escrow. And they were, that was, again, it was just one, one opinion that maybe they don't want to do that or they don't have the money to put 20, $250 million in right now on top of all the other contracts. But I don't well, know. The, the thing is with the money is it's like, I understand like it's $230 million, right? Obviously I don't have 200, $230 million, right? But right. the NFL's getting ready to renegotiate their TV deal. And not mm-hmm. to mention that, what is it, Amazon? Amazon just bought um, bought into the NFL, and now they're getting like Friday. What is it? Um, a black a Black Friday game now, and mm-hmm. it's just like so much money, like within the NFL that this two hundred and thirty million doesn't seem like much. Like, yeah. And then not to mention, I know they interviewed uh, uh what's the name? Um, the uh, GM for the uh, Falcons. Um, they were asking them if if they were going to make a move because they got one of the one of the highest caps available to make the trade and he was like nah because he was talking about you know they were in cap hell for a while and Mm. all this other stuff but like they have the cap room to do it and the fact that if you can get lamar jackson in a number seven jersey for the atlanta falcons that would be like that that's like lights out like you're gonna get all your money back in jersey sales alone so (laughs) like that's the thing i just don't understand like he hasn't had like many receivers to throw through Right. Um, he's he's still been you know one of the top quarterbacks in the AFC, pretty much been in the playoffs pretty much his whole tenure in the NFL. Um, despite the MVP. last, yeah MVP despite the last two seasons. I mean it only leads to collusion, but it's, at the end of the day, it's just like is it? I, I don't. It just doesn't make sense, man. Like if I'm an owner, like why why am I worried about a guaranteed contract? I'm trying to win a Super Bowl, like, but you know. Because it's a bargaining chip for them. That's 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 what they do. That it's it's you know, play. It, it kind of gets it. You know, it keeps it keeps everybody on their toes essentially, right? Like guarantee these long contracts, like in the NBA, baseball, blah blah blah. You know, people can get their contract, and then what's their incentive to keep? Uh, you know, other you know, other than their their competitive desire, what's their what's their incentive to keep performing, right? Um, well, so, that's the thing. I mean, you I can always. That's why, yeah, yeah you that's can. That's why the NFL likes it. But that's the thing. You can always cut a player. You can always trade a player. But sure. At sure. the end of the day, it's all. I mean, the money's always gonna. It's always gonna come because from the TV deals alone, they're making freaking hand over fist. Then you yeah. got ticket sales, jersey sales, all that. They freaking charge like ten dollars for a freaking hot dog, right? So it's, not it's just. Money. Yeah, I mean, the money's always gonna be there, but I think at the bottom line is that you want to win the Super Bowl. Because uh, if you're like the most winning winning this franchise, I mean that brings so much more juice to the to the to the team that you can do things you can do things and demand things that a lot of other teams can't. So, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how this plays out. But I feel, it feels like it's gonna be a stalemate, man. I was gonna say your Jets should go after him too, man. That should uh, beef up the uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation because uh, it, they're not going to. Joe Douglas already said they're not going to. I, I the, the it sounds like the Packers thing is almost almost com- completed. They're hanging up on uh, on some some draft capital, but it sounds like they the Packers have backed off. They wanted a first round pick, but um, the Jets just aren't going to do that. And and now and now that I would say the Jets have all the leverage in the in the situation. As they should, man, because this guy's on a hook for sixty million. You got to get him off the books. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he gets done shortly. 
Yep. Let me just stop debating. You can uh take a, a breath of uh, you know fresh air. Yeah. And then uh stop looking at mock drafts like me, man. <laughs> and then uh, it wasn't really much else in the NFL. I mean, the mock drafts were coming out. Uh, looks like your uh, Panthers are pretty much stuck between uh, Stroud or Richardson right now. I don't know if you got to see any of those quarterbacks uh, out of those. Which one? Uh, which ones do you like? Uh, I don't. I didn't see Stroud much. Uh, he seems like the odds-on favorite down here. But Richardson's super athletic, but but doesn't seem like he could hit a the broadside of a barn with a football. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Bryce Young is. You know, I, I like Bryce Young. I think he's just. I don't know. He's a little small, and those those Alabama quarterbacks just haven't panned out, really, to be honest. Same, you got Mac Jones. We'll see what happens. Uh, but the the only other one I think in the NFL, and he's not even. I, I would say he he got his skills over at Oklahoma is Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, that's the thing. Um, Alabama hasn't really delivered on quarterbacks outside of uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah. The thing is, he's the bigger of the quarterbacks. So, I mean, that's why it worked out. Um, yeah. Even Mac, even Mac Jones is doing all right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is just that uh, I think I think the Panthers are going to go with Anderson uh, just for the potential, and I hope it pans out. I hope he uh, I hope he's not a bust. Uh, just because he's super athletic, uh, I I feel, I feel like they can fix the uh, the accuracy. Um, you know, if they you know tweak his uh, you know his throwing motion and help him uh, read plays better. So I'm definitely looking forward. To, I mean, we see what they did with Josh Allen. So I mean, he's a faster, bigger Josh Allen. So. I think that helps as far as uh you know him getting picked early, but uh you know between him between them and the Colts, well, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see uh which quarterback uh you guys go with because whichever one picks the first one, that's that's where the second one is going to the Colts at four. Yeah, yep, I agree. And then uh, on to the NBA, it wasn't too much here either. Warriors finally win a an away game. <laughs> you over there screaming they're gonna get their mojo back. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think it helps the fact that they did just because of, uh, you know, what what happened with uh, Draymond and uh, some of the other players in our huddle. Uh, they kind of waking up, but I still think uh, they're going to need Wiggins back. And uh, I mentioned before, I like the uh, pace coming back. So that's going to help him as well. Yeah, they, they're still going to need some like to help help defensively, I would say, with Wiggins and, and, uh, and Peyton. But I, I just felt like last night they, they finally like were able to overcome a deficit which they haven't really done all year. They looked like, you know, they looked like how they did last year uh, in the playoffs a, a little bit more than they, they have for, for the majority of this year. Yeah, man. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Like I said, man, they, despite them not be able, being able to win those away games, that the fact that they're 38 and eight on at home, if they could just figure out how to win half those, uh, uh, those away games, I mean, they're going to be right back in it. Um, oh yeah. It's going to be hard to count the defending champs out. I, I like the matchup that they're going to have either at the, you know, the three, six uh, matchup, if they stay at the six or the, you know, if they get uh, either Memphis or, um, or uh, Sacktown, the way it's looking. Yeah. The four or five wouldn't be good for them. No, that, that would be most likely the Suns. So if they do jump up, they, they may get the Suns. And that would, I would say that's a, not a good matchup for them. I'm not going to lie. I think I, li- I like that one more because <laughs> Uh, Chris Ball has not been able to beat Steph Curry in the playoffs. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mean, they got that on their side, you know, even, but I, I, I would like that matchup more because of the drama, but either, either the Warriors versus Suns or the Warriors versus the, uh, the Grizzlies, um, mm-hmm. just, just for the, just for the, uh, the headlines, man. 
Um, yeah. You got the Grizzlies calling this a little uh, 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 rivalry between the two, even though they haven't beaten them yet in the playoffs. And then, um, you know, the Kevin Durant on the Suns, him playing his old team when he won the championship. Uh, for the Warriors to knock him out, I think that says a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it would be. I mean, I think the the Phoenix, the Suns are the odds on to come out of the West right now, uh, like plus two twenty five. Damn, they're still favorites. The Suns are, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, outside of that, we got this MVP race uh, between Joel Embiid and uh, the Joker. They played each other the other night, but your your boy Embiid sat down. And of course, uh, you know, Sixers lost. Joker went off for a triple double. I don't, I don't think Embiid gets it, man. I think the Joker still runs away with it, man. Yeah, I think Embiid is actually still the favorite, but yeah, I'm 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 kind of with you. I mean, you got to I just don't like he, he talks about it like he really wants he really wants the MVP, right? Like how do you sit out that game? You cannot sit out that game. Sit out tonight's game against Dallas. Like Yeah, that's the thing, man. <laughs> like you that's the thing. He he's trying to they made he they made the team like he's trying to say like the MVP doesn't matter to him. But then No, no, he he's he, he if you listen to interviews yeah, matters to him. yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. You can't sit out that game. No. You you got to play that game. That, that's like that would have been like the icing on the cake if he came out and had another forty and twenty type of game or something like that and still and still won. But exactly. And then they're down now against Dallas. So I don't know. I mean, some of these players today, man, they don't have that. Uh, they're missing that that it factor, which is that uh, when when somebody else who comes into town who's supposedly as good as you, you get up for that game and uh, you go hard. Regardless of how you feeling, so you know supposedly trying to say he was trying to stay healthy for the playoffs and all this stuff, but and the MVP doesn't really matter. But if, if the Joker does win again, you definitely going to hear hear from him uh, talking about uh, you know the type of season he had and all the other players are going to be backing him. So, oh yeah, yeah, Giannis is doing pretty good too. He's right up there too, man. I'm not yeah, gonna he's lie. there too. Yeah, he is. Yeah, another. I mean, it's another guy that you know hasn't really. I think he's missed a lot of games this year too. Mm-hmm. But I think they've been sitting them on purpose with, with yeah. that little little hand in, hand injury, so to say. Yeah. Because uh, you know, if he has an injury or not, he's still gonna play. So I mean, we see right. we seen uh, we seen what he does. So, um, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how uh th- these last few games shake up, so we can uh, get to these uh N- NBA playoffs and get to get to some of these matchups. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think there was anything else unless you want to get into your Celtics. Uh, no. Celtics are, you know, I think they've they pretty much locked up the two seed, uh, you know, outside chance to get the one seed, but but losing last night to the Wizards uh, kind of killed that. They they just gotta, I don't know, they're they're like like it's it's one of these things where it's like I just want to get them, to, they just want to get to the playoffs, I think, and and uh, but you know I think it's important they play play it pretty strong here the last few games and and uh, and get in there. Yeah, man, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how uh, the the more so for the for the East those second round matchups. I think that's yeah. when we're gonna get, get to see some of the real games yeah. and some of the real matchups that uh, we wanted to see. So uh, whether it be you know Boston playing uh, Milwaukee or um, uh, Philly, you know, vice versa, depending on how things mm-hmm. shake out. Then we got March Madness. <laughs> we got the men's Final Four. Uh, we got FAU, the unlikely uh, team in the Final Four. Playing uh, San Diego State, uh, San Diego State kind of got there with that little foul on the last play, but uh, he did have his hand on his hip, man, um, on the shooter. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it was definitely a foul. It's just one, you know, it is what it is, right? It's 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 similar to the Super Bowl call. It's a it's a penalty foul, whatever you want to call it. And uh, whether or not it affects the shot, who knows? But got to call it. Mm-hmm. 
and and it is what it is, you know. Yeah, man. But that's thing you hate the you hate when games come down to uh, a free throw rather than a, a yeah a actual yeah. play. So, but uh, I mean FAU's been playing good, man. I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat San Diego State. I mean they're long. Or they play great defense. I mean it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, if they can get there. I don't think any, a nine seed has ever got there. I think, but I do think that the highest it got there was like a twelve. So um, mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't think the I don't think any the highest, uh, highest at one it was an eight seed. I think I think it was Villanova. 85. Villanova. Yeah. So this would be the highest if they were to get in there and win. So, um, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. Uh, it's interesting to see, you know, these uh, final fours. Um, you know. There's not many teams that have the a lot of one and dones, uh, a lot of the mostly vet, veteran teams and uh, teams built through the portal. So, um, you yeah, know, this might be this might be the trend going forward because uh, I mean this portal is crazy right now. I mean, yeah, it's crazy again. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is like the crazy thing is, is that the fact that there's like let's say 1,200 kids that enter the portal at the end of the season, and mm-hmm. like 30% of them are not going to be ever playing college basketball again just because of the incoming freshmen, just the turnover. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, well, I want to say not playing college basketball ever again, but there's going to be, you're going to see a lot of uh, division one kids end up going to like JUCOs and NAIA schools. So, yeah, I I think the, that, that the the whole, like the portal is just crazy now. And then, you know, add, add NIL money onto that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a little bit of a wild west out there. Yeah, I mean, on the side we got Miami versus UConn. I think the kid that went to Miami is getting paid like a million dollars in uh, NIL money uh, to go there. So, I mean, hey, they paid off. Yeah, it's, it's a way you can rebuild your program too. I mean, like, look at Miami. I mean, they they uh, it, Kansas State's another one. You know, mm-hmm. um, they were picked to finish pretty much dead last in the Big Twelve, and and uh, and look at where they ended up. They they had a good team. Like you said too, like with the NIL guys are staying longer, so you're getting uh, more tenured teams. So it 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 helps in one sense, but but the the portal makes it a little can be can be a little crazy. I think. Yeah, but that's the thing. I I think from year to year, there's no it's no it's never going to be like that one team. Like you know how like back in the day there were teams that were uh, consistently in the mix. Or uh, you know, favored yep. to win. I yep. feel like every year is going to be pretty much a, a dice roll, uh, depending on you know who, who transferred where in the portal, and so forth. Makes it more similar to like uh, the pros, where it's like free agency. Then you got the draft. So definitely yeah. going to be fun to watch, though. Yep. Then on the women's side, I mean, the final four we got LSU versus Virginia Tech. Uh, that should be a good game as well. We got Angel Reese and at, at LSU. You transferred from uh, Maryland last year, killing it. I mean, there's not much to say there. That game could go either way, but I'm definitely looking forward to watch. But the game I'm really interested in seeing is uh, this Iowa versus South Carolina, mm-hmm. where we got the uh, two potential player of the years with uh, Caitlin Clark and uh, Aaliyah Boston going at it. Uh, even though they're not going to be guarding each other, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, which team can oppose their will on the, on the other. Because uh, it's going to be see, it's going to be interesting to see who can take down the Goliath. Which is uh, South yeah. Carolina. Sure. Yeah, that should be a good, that should be a good game. Caitlin Clark, obviously, with the with the big game to get them into the Final Four, and, and obviously we know what South Carolina is all about, and Leah Boston and, and that that squad down there. So yeah, that should be a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie, the women's Final Four is looking a little bit more interesting than the men's, man. Not gonna lie. 
Yeah, but just because the men's, the, the men's, I think the men's could be good. It's just it's not it's not the big names you'd expect. I mean, so, you yeah, got, you got mm. you got UConn there, obviously, um, but you got some newcomers: Miami, San Diego State, uh, FAU. Uh, obviously, all first timers into the Final Four. But I think it, there's some good basketball there. I mean, UConn's got, I think, far and away probably the best team. Um, but you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on any of those those uh, those squads. But that's the thing. Like the the, the the only thing is that the men's side really doesn't have that star power. Where it's like yeah. that identifiable identifiable uh, player going, you know, in the final four that's trying to win it and so forth. But it's definitely gonna be fun to watch either way. Yeah. Yep. Now it's our time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So this is uh, this week. You got um, some crispy baked carnitas tacos. Uh, okay. This is actually, you know, it, it looked uh, it looked a little more overwhelming than it than it ended up being. So I actually did it in the crock pot. So I took uh, some chicken and in the crock pot threw in uh, orange juice, some uh, fresh orange juice. So two oranges squeezed in there. Uh, two limes, some garlic, cumin, salt, pepper, uh, chili powder, and oregano, and then uh, fresh jalapeno diced up and thrown in there, uh, and then got that all, uh, let that kind of cook for eight hours, seven, seven hours or so, shredded it up, uh, mixed it all together, and then finished it off for about a half hour. Um, and then what, what I did was then took the, had some corn tortillas, uh, just sprayed them with a little bit of uh, cooking cooking oil, baked them in the oven for just like two minutes to get one side crisp. Uh, and then when they came out, I put some cheese on, on the tortilla, then took the chicken, put that on, uh, added a little bit more cheese, and then folded folded the, the taco over and pressed it down. And then I did that. I think it made like eight or ten tacos. And then uh, threw them back in the oven, baked them for about 15 minutes to get them nice and crispy. And then while doing that, I made an avocado uh avocado sauce it was pretty much like a guacamole but um but well like a whipped version so it had avocado lime juice again uh what else is in there and not honey uh garlic cilantro a little bit of olive oil uh salt pepper and i think that was it yeah that was that was all and then yeah when the tacos came out just uh uh Put some of that mixture on top of the taco, and and you have a nice little crispy taco. Oh, nice! That sounds like the uh, um, what you call it? The there's a name for those, like the the burrito tacos. Yeah, those are the ones like you dip in the in the in the yeah. um, the sauce, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what it similar, sounds similar to that. Yeah, that sounds good though. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. You got you got to start yeah. taking some pictures, man. Send me some of those <laughs> pictures, man. That I, I can do that. And then uh, what would you guys drink that down with? Oh. Okay, so yeah, I had the uh, so so I don't know if you know Bojangles. I don't know if you saw it while you were down here uh, or you know know about it. Um, yeah, basically, about yeah, it's a fried fried chicken place, and they're kind of known for their sweet tea. Um, so they just released a hard sweet tea. Okay. Uh, so I got I got a pack of those, and you know, it it definitely you know I think if you're a like if you like sweet tea normally, I think that it, that it would probably be really good. Um, but definitely had a very tea-like flavor, which which was good, but still like way too much sugar for me. I think there was something like 25 grams in a 12-ounce can. 
so I, I just I, it's just way too much sugar for me and and uh usually leads to a headache the next day this this time it didn't but uh i thought it was i thought it was all i thought it was okay I, you know i i still like the half and half twisted teas better um okay i like them i just like a little less uh a little less sugar yeah so i i I'd say it was decent. I probably wouldn't get it again. I'd probably stick to a twisted tea or, or something else. Um, but I, I, you know, I did want to try it and, uh, I'm happy I did, but I'd probably give it like a 6.1. Oh man. I, I feel like those drinks, those drinks should be all most, most of them should be over a seven just cause, uh, the flavor, man. Yeah. I, I, I just like, it's just way too much. You can taste it too. It's so sweet. It's like, Oh, it doesn't need to be this sweet. Like, their sweet tea isn't that sweet, so it's like you know. But it is what it is, I guess. Maybe maybe it's that sweet because they got a high the alcohol. Does that have a? It's not yeah. a high um a higher percentage no, of alcohol, is it? Five percent. Yeah, maybe maybe they got a lot of other stuff in there that they're trying to to mask up. That's probably why. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it, it was uh, it was a little disappointing, but it is what it is. Dang man, gotta yeah. find we gotta find a replacement because those, those drinks are good <laughs> during during the summer too, man. Yeah, I, the, the twisted tweet, t- twisted tea half and halves are, are are the best. They're they're low sugar, uh, they're tasty, they're refreshing, they're five percent, they're perfect. Oh yeah, and that's uh, JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then this week for the BRRs, um, you know, in the search for some new shows, finished up uh, Shadow and Bone, new season on Netflix, second season. The season was all right, man. Kind of, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of one of those shows I just put on and playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Kind of get the gist of it, um, even though there's a lot of different stuff going on. Just wasn't really feeling it too much this season, I guess. But, you know, it's based off a book. So, I mean, if you read the book, I'm sure you're probably more into it than I was. But overall, it was uh, probably about, a, I want to say close to a seven as far as okay. the season. I, I felt like the first season was a, little, a lot better. The season kind of dragged for me. So, something you can check out if you're in the you know, fantasy type stuff. And then the fact they did kind of did like a red wedding type scene. At the end of the the second season, I felt that was kind of corny, but you know, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know if that happened in the book or not. If it was close to what happened in the book, or if it's just something they kind of threw off the, the, to have the little cliffhanger they had at the end of the second season. But it's all right, show. Then uh, we got Ted Lasso coming back. The second second episode is out. Another good show on uh, Apple Apple TV. Mm-hmm. A nice little comedy. And then outside of that, still looking for new shows. I know there was uh I know Netflix has that other one, the Agent, something Agent. Uh, I wanted to, oh, so that's the next on my queue list to check out. And then uh, Amazon has another show where uh, some girl's like a, a serial killer, but she's like a Beyonce fan kind of. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely check that out. But then um, the main thing right now is we got Love Is Blind is back. <laughs> they only the first. They only put out the first half. So we're gonna talk about this first half, man. Did you get caught up, or how many how many episodes uh, are you in? Three episodes. So I got two more to go. All right. So I'm gonna try to remember. So I, yeah, one I, just, one. I just saw the uh, they did the last two, or I think the last two, maybe not the last two uh, people just saw each other. So uh, Kwame and and uh, I forget the girl's name now. Uh, Kwame, Courtney, I th- Courtney, I think something like that. Yeah, Kwame met his his girl, and then uh, uh, the the crazy Russian. Irina and uh, Zach, Zach, sight met each other. Oh man, it's about to get crazy, man. Yeah. Um, not gonna give everything away, but uh, this is shaking out to get very spicy. You can, you can, you'll see it in the next two episodes. As far as uh, you know, what happens when people come out and they, they kind of, they're kind of feeling the original person they were talking to. 
But overall, man, um, I think this this could possibly be one of the best seasons, um, if not the second best, uh, depending on how this thing shakes out. I'm definitely yeah. looking, definitely looking forward to uh, seeing what's going on. They they definitely seem a little. Uh, you can see the regret already coming in, like even before they they got out of the pods. Oh yeah, second guessing but, all that all that stuff. But these people like never learn. Like the it never worked. It never. I, I don't think it ever worked out with anybody that picked their second choice. Like if somebody yeah. got turned down from the first and then they went to their second choice, it never worked out. Well, just think about it in general. Just are you, are you ever that thrilled with your second choice? But that's the thing. I think if you're if you accept the fact that that person doesn't want you in the first place, like you should be able to move on to that next person. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't work like it doesn't work like that. That's not I, you know not 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 in anything to be honest. You're always thinking about that. Well, what if what if it was that person, right? Yeah, but. You can't you can't keep going after that person though. Like if that no, person agreed, agreed. But but when a situ- in a situation like this where it's, everything's super condensed and um, you know you're gonna see that person more and more, I think that that you're uh, yeah that I can I can definitely see this lining up to not not end well for a few people. Yeah, but that's the thing. Even if like I think me, I would just say hey, if if I wanted this person, they said no. I pretty much. I'm not gonna go out, go out after anybody else. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna leave the show. I'm not gonna. Yeah, exactly. Because I, because I feel like now you're forcing, you're forcing exactly. yourself to like be in a relationship which you shouldn't be in because you're not healed from the situation you kind of had with that person. But I'm glad they did pick a second person because it's gonna give us a lot of stuff to watch for this uh, second half <laughs> once you uh, get caught up. Yeah, I mean they just want to be on TV at that point. Is is my takeaway. Yeah, I mean some people. Yeah, some people more than others. So to say, so um, well, the, people that, the people that that settle and, and you know go for their oh yeah 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 well the, I think some people do try um but then I think like you said like uh, once they see that person again reality hits them and then yeah the crazy thing is is that you're gonna see how much looks actually impact some of these people's decisions compared to how they were talking to people in the pods oh, yeah. compared to like now they're out in the real world so um, this is a great experiment not gonna lie. Hopefully, hopefully they give us another season after this too quickly and not uh like long. We don't have to wait a while. So, and then outside of that, it wasn't really uh wasn't really much anything else, man. I don't think there's any other shows or anything. Oh, uh, I finished the uh, Your Honor. Oh, what what'd you think of the uh the finale? Uh, I thought it was okay. I I uh I I would say semi predictable. Hmm. But. But the, uh, the the big the big uh, you know the big twist was the the uh, the judge you know going to his his old friend there and telling him that they they had no gas and there's no way he could have been they could have been uh, uh, it could have been a gas explosion in there because the gas had been turned off for a while and that's why he was going to going out to get food. Yeah, that's the cl- that was uh, the clutch in the cinema. The thing the thing that was crazy for me is the uh, I knew she was going to do it to the uh, the Baxter the Baxter wife. How she set up the husband. Yeah, that was the ultimate comeback move. But I mean, oh, we, oh with, the, with the dad. Yeah, we seen that coming from a mile away, oh, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she wanted to take him out a while ago. But uh, she's gonna mess herself up because you know the dad's in jail now. You know he's gonna start talking, and the husband's still alive. So yeah, yeah. So so you said that's a, that's it for the series. I feel like that they're setting it up for another. Uh, another another season. Yeah, when I looked it up, it says that they were only doing two seasons. They said this is the last one, um, and it said series finale. So um, maybe maybe, it's, maybe they'll do a spinoff. Spinoff, yeah. With, 
the Baxters or something. Cranston. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that between the Baxters and but I'm trying to think who else who else could they add to it to give it more substance. Um, yeah, true. You'd have you'd have well, you'd have Big Mo, Big Mo, and Little Mo. Yeah, um, because the uh, pretty much the the daughter is gone. She ran away. The yeah. uh, you know the judge is in jail. Could have um, you know obviously you'll have the police, and then you could have like uh, you know Carm uh, Carmine and 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 his squad trying to uh, you know thug it up in in, uh, in New Orleans and and get into some battles with with the. Uh, Big Mo and and you know maybe bring a, another you know a third party or something I don't know they could they could probably swing something then you're gonna have you know Jimmy getting out of uh, out of the hospital and and how that all how that all is gonna play out yeah the only thing I can see them doing is introducing like uh, the wire type situation where now we're getting introduced yeah. to the the cops that are trying to catch the Baxters and yeah, exactly. or like or somebody that that goes in undercover to work for the Baxters something like that. Um, but it is showtime, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, yeah. they try to do a spinoff or anything like that. I I also thought that that uh, Fia knew that Adam was the one who was driving the car. Yeah, that's the thing. I thought she thought that for a while. I thought she knew it for a while, but maybe yeah. I guess maybe maybe she was thinking about it, but never confirmed it. But yeah, but I mean, either way, um, she was definitely up out of there. So oh yeah. I don't blame her. She gave up the baby, so he's no longer associated with uh, the family, which is kind of the smart thing to break the. Uh, she's kind of breaking the uh, the chains, so to say. Exactly, exactly. She doesn't want him to be uh, associated with that crew. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing. Uh, uh, oh, they could do that. The son, the son grows up. The years later, he gets yeah. reintroduced to the family. That could be another another uh, avenue they could try to spin. So. Yeah. But now we got to find some replacements, man. Got to find like three new replacements for uh, these shows because uh, we only got another, about another week of uh, um, Love is Blind. We got to find some more uh, episodic shows that are airing right now so we don't burn <laughs> through them. Right. I know uh, I know. From is coming back next month, so hopefully you can catch up on that and get into this, uh, the yeah, second I, season. I never, fin- I never finished that. I started it and never finished it. Yeah, because I think it was on... Uh, Paramount or something you didn't have, so yeah, yeah, man, you definitely gotta get up on that. That's like uh, that that, that gives the lost the lostish vibes, but uh, yeah. with yeah. with vamp with vampires and shit. So, and then uh, oh, I did watch uh, cocaine uh, cocaine bear. Can't believe I was watching it. <laughs> um, I can't believe that that shit, that movie's based on true events. Loosely, yeah, loosely, right? It's like a com. It's like a what's what's the word for a comedy thriller? Uh, like a, uh, a chiller, yeah, a chiller or something like that. Um, <laughs> if, if I had to name it, you know, comedic uh, movies pretty much comedic throughout because we have a bear on freaking cocaine killing people, mm-hmm. and the bear the bear's pretty much just searching for more cocaine because he's addicted. I was just, I, I couldn't believe I was watching it, but the thing was, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't like bad though. It was like it's, it's entertaining. But you know, hopefully, hopefully they don't give us any any other cocaine uh, uh, souped up uh, animals out there that are killing people as like a uh, <laughs> a spinoff or anything like that, um, just to yeah. try to you know bait some people in. But definitely something you could check out when you got some free time or looking for a laugh. And I was gonna, I, I was trying to put on Winnie the Pooh, the the Blood and Honey one, where he's uh, killing oh, people, yeah. but I didn't get a chance to. And I wanted to watch the uh, the new Avatar, so. 
I'll get a chance to check that out uh, this weekend, hopefully. And then uh, that's pretty much it, man. That's all you got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. 